Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do my review for Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. It's the newest Star Wars game from EA, but this one is a single player AAA microtransactionless loot boxless, if that's a word, uh, video game. Um, you've got no Battlefront 2 or Battlefront 1 situation here. This is a clean video game with no uh, ill intentions, I suppose, uh, which is good. It's a good step in the right direction for EA. Uh, does this mean EA are going to change their ways in the future? We really don't know. Uh, what does this mean for the future of Star Wars games? We don't know that either. Uh, but sticking to this game, uh, I really, really like Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Fallen Order. Uh, I think that it's got a frustrating uh, learning curve, but once you get past that learning curve and realise uh, more the, the parry system than anything, once you can kind of get used to that and learn how to effectively attack certain enemies and things like that, um, you'll hopefully, well I did at least as far as my personal experience goes, start to get a grip on this game and start to feel like a, like a proper Jedi I suppose as opposed to some guy with a lightsaber who doesn't know how to fight. Um, yeah I think the learning curve that this game sets for you is interesting as well in terms of um, you know the skill tree, the power ups, how and when and why you learn. How to do certain things. Um, I think the boss fights in this game are compelling and interesting and challenging. And um, make you think about what you're actually doing. As opposed to just, okay, I'm going to block and attack and block. You have to do several different things. You yourself have to figure out what you need to do against certain bosses. Of course, once they get to their different phases and things like that. You have to figure out what to do then. Um, I think this game... Um, in terms of using obviously the Star Wars license and using the Force specifically is really really fun. Um, the amount of satisfaction I've had from pushing enemies off of ledges from the Force push thing has been really satisfying. Um, I have almost felt like at certain points I've used that as a cheat. Just in terms of like, okay I'm just going to knock you over the edge but you still have to do it properly. You still have to be in the right position. You have to make sure you don't get attacked as you go and do that. You still have to make sure that you've got something in your force meter otherwise you can't do it anyway uh, certain enemies you can't do that to certain enemies you can but it's more difficult to do that to um, I think uh, some of the enemies are pretty stupid to fight um, I really hate trying to fight that uh, frog threat thing um, on uh, certain planets obviously um, I will say as well one negative thing that I will say about the game is uh, and this is more my personal Star Wars taste sort of thing um, I much, much, much prefer fighting against the stormtroopers and against the the other guards, whatever their names are, as opposed to some of the creatures and monsters and whatever in this game. Um, I found some of the you know you got like the spiders, you've got some of the other things in this game. I found them all just really frustrating to fight against. And there was one particular planet in this game where you fight a bunch of those, and uh, I wanted to get off of that planet as quickly as possible. Um, there's other enemies that you fight later in the game that I found very frustrating to play. Um, so just in terms of, I, I guess, my personal taste in terms of which enemies I prefer to fight against, which ones I find frustrating, um, I'd love to take on Stormtroopers just all day. I think it's uh, really fun to do, especially when you're deflecting um, their blaster thing uh, back at you. Uh, back at them rather than not back at yourself. Uh, when you're using, obviously, your lightsaber deflecting you're, and you're doing that, I think that's great to do. It feels very satisfying to do that. Um... I do, do feel like at certain points that uh, you can get 
caught to the point where I didn't know how to get out of certain situations. Like there was a few enemies that were attacking me. And I was both trying to jump, roll or dodge, whatever you'd say. And use my lightsaber. I just wasn't physically able to. Like I was pressing all those different buttons. And just uh, the enemy just kept doing those poking attacks. And it was just very, very annoying. So there's some frustrating elements to the combat. But I think overall uh, they've done a great job of it. It really depends how you approach different fights if you put if you approach certain fights more conservatively and more uh, carefully and try to uh, i guess one problem i personally came up <coughs> came across against was uh i didn't really plan the fight when i went in i just sort of thought like okay i'll go in and uh, uh you know kill that one stormtrooper and then the next one then the next one i didn't sort of plan like okay i'm going to deflect this one's bullet i'm going to deflect this one's actual melee attack or whatever and then i'm going to jump over his head i never really planned that sort of fights that sort of way and i guess i probably should but i think the fights are very very satisfying to do in this game as well uh in terms of this being a essentially a sekiro you know bloodborne dark souls clone with a star wars skin which is not what i would label the game as but it's one of the things that you can describe this game as uh, I think they've done a pretty good job with that. As soon as I'd started to hear, because I played this game slightly later, obviously the review is uh, slightly later than usual. Uh, you can't really help that with a vi- with a video game reviews, I'm, I'm afraid at the moment. But um, once I'd kind of heard about, you know, the resting place and then the enemies respawn, I thought, oh, I remember doing that in Sekiro. Uh, I didn't play enough of Bloodborne or, or enough of Dark Souls to know about what those... Um, mechanics are like in those games but i played plenty of um i never finished sekiro it just got too difficult but uh i do remember obviously the uh i think you prayed in um sekiro and in this you do uh, a little like jedi meditate sort of thing uh but basically the same sort of mechanic as soon as i kind of heard about that and i thought like okay if this is a slightly easier just slightly easier version of sekiro i think i'll get on with it pretty well and i did um, I don't remember there being difficulty levels necessarily in Sekiro, but there is difficulty levels here. Um, I started on the, the one that was above the story mode one. I can't remember what it's called. It wasn't Jedi Master, obviously. It was the other one. And I, I kind of went through this interesting fa- interesting phase where, uh, or kind of thing where, um, I was playing on the, I guess the second difficulty, I'll say, for a, for a little while. Really, really started to struggle and just got very frustrated. And I thought like, okay, just for a little while, I'm going to put it on story mode. Did that for about two hours and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like I'm getting better at this game. Then I switched it back to the second difficulty mode and um, almost felt like the difficulty was the same level. But I guess be- because I'd made it slightly easier, I'd like leveled myself up in a way and kind of got myself better at the combat and then gone back to the other one and then there's this there was this slight challenge that had returned but it didn't feel as difficult as before um i've never really done that too many game too, too many times with um uh with a game before but uh i found that quite satisfying to do and um i think that worked pretty well so yeah if you, if you are currently playing this game and you're finding it too difficult just turn down the difficulty by like one for a couple of hours just do a couple of fights if it feels too easy or whatever obviously that's because you've turned down the difficulty but then once it starts to feel just a bit too easy and you want that challenge back maybe change it back and try to try to sort of do what i did i'm not sure it might, it might work for you i can't speak to whether it will or not but it worked for me and i thought that was a pretty good uh way to do that um yeah uh at some points at the start of this game it felt a little bit dull um just in terms of at, at some points at the start of this game this does feel like a okay you're just fighting you're doing 
very very uncharted like uh, climbing in this game uh, and I made a couple of jokes about um, well you know light sort of jokes about you know because obviously Amy, Amy Henning's not involved with EA anymore she was going to do one of the games for one of the Star Wars games that got cancelled she's actually since opened up her new uh, video, game stu- video game studio which I'm excited to see what she's got for that obviously it'll be a while before we see anything but she's joined up uh, she, she started her own thing which is pretty good um, but obviously she was heavily involved with the Uncharted games and uh, in the first impressions video which I did which does have spoilers in it by the way Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. Sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon. There's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier that gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. I remember saying in that video, like, oh, this is really, really Uncharted. Like, obviously, I've played all the Uncharted games apart from uh, Golden Abyss. Maybe I will one day, maybe I won't, I'm not sure. But I played 1 through 4 and uh, Lost Legacy. And uh, just remember sort of thinking, like, okay, you know, the the wall running. Not necessarily the wall running. I don't remember there being wall running in Uncharted. But uh, just some of the climbing and some of the... It was very sort of Tomb Raider Uncharted-esque. I was like, are we sure Amy Henning wasn't involved in this game? Because this, this is very, very Uncharted-like. Uh, obviously, this game was developed by Respawn. So uh, I don't think she was... I can't remember who she was working with on the Star Wars game. But I don't think it was Respawn. Because I think it was the, the other game which has been developed by somebody else. Uh, if I remember. Wasn't it Visceral or something? I think they were uh, making one of the Star Wars games. Um... But yeah, it feels very, very uncharted, like, and in a good way, and not in a sort of... I mean, it's hard to compare in terms of, is it a copy of Uncharted? I think it's really just Star Wars meets Uncharted meets Sekiro, for me. That's how I would kind of uh, label everything like that. Um, but uh, yeah, I think EA have, done a good, EA have done a good job with this. I think that Respawn have done a good job with this. And I, I think a, a listener last week on the Gaming Talk podcast asked us, like, okay, is this EA changing their ways, or is this an apology, or, like, putting on a mask of some kind? I think it's all of those things. I do think it's an apology. I do think it's their way of saying, look, no, no, we're good guys. We're going to make this uh, microtransactionless single-player game, which you've been asking for for years, uh, and, and everything like that. But, uh, yeah, um, I think this is a right a step in the right direction for EA. Um, their contract doesn't run out for years, so... I mean, they might as well do something with Star Wars while they still got it. I think it's 2022 or 2023 when uh, their contract with Disney runs out for uh, making games. So, be very interesting to see. You know, are they going to make a, a Fallen Order two? Are they going to do a new IP, but like uh, similar, like a new story? 
um, but make it similar to this. So maybe this will be uh, its own one-shot kind of thing. Maybe, um, uh, maybe they'll do like a, a new story with a different character in a different time time setting. Because as multiple people have pointed out, you've got a whole Star Wars universe or galaxy, I suppose, um, to feed from, and you can make new original characters. Still, I don't think Cal, uh, who's played by Cameron Monaghan in this game, uh, of course from Shameless and Gotham, I don't think he was in uh, that character is involved in like any of the films or Clone Wars or anything, he might be from one of the novels, but I think he's an original character, I could have that wrong, but at least that's what I know about the character, uh, like will they do something else with him, will they make another new character, it'll be interesting to see what road they go down, I expect there to be a Battlefront, Battlefront 3 at some point, but uh, I think it's going to be a little bit of time, because it seems that, that they've kind of been exchanging with Battlefield, Battlefront, and uh, what's the other one? Uh, Titanfall, obviously, we had Apex Legends. Was that this year? I think that was earlier this year, in, like, February or something. Uh, obviously, they did have that stupid year where, in October, they released uh, Titanfall 2 and, was it Battlefield 1? At the same time, it was either Battlefield 1 or Battlefield 5, I can't remember. But they released them within, like, two weeks of each other, and they fit in exactly the same genre. So, uh, different time setting and period, obviously, but... Yeah, that wasn't a great idea. So they're going to have to manage these three IP going forward. Star Wars, uh, Battlefield, and um, with, with Titanfall, obviously. I think Apex Legends is more the future of Titanfall at the moment. We'll see if we ever get a Titanfall 3, but I'm not sure. Um, so in terms of their game next fall, I mean, we've got new consoles obviously next year, so that will feed into that. But I don't know if they do a Titanfall 3. I don't know if they do a new Star Wars game. Or if they uh, use bat, maybe they'll do a new Battlefield game for next year. It might be the the easiest option. Um, but a, a difficult kind of question to pose here is: now that we're happy with this game, sure it's got its problems, but now that we're happy with this game and I really really enjoyed it, what does this mean in terms of the future of Star Wars video games? Because let's say um, in two years' time, which will be twenty twenty one. Uh, let's say in two years' time they make uh, whether it's a sequel to this game or a new story. Let's say they make another, <coughs> excuse me, another single-player microtransactionless, triple-player, single-player, uh, story-driven game. You know what I'm trying to say. Um, with that, let's say they make another one in 2021, and it's a success again. And let's say that they've left Battlefront uh, alone. Uh, that obviously, the, the first-person multiplayer shooter genre. Let's say they've left that alone, and then Disney maybe starts to get happier with EA because obviously there's been a complete debacle uh, up until this game with Battlefront. Uh, having the season pass controversy, Battlefront 2 obviously having the microtransactions issue, uh, them cancelling two Star Wars games, the whole Amy Henning thing, uh, and everything like that. So, is there a way that EA can say, like, okay, we're just going to have to make uh, single-player games from now on? Or are they going to do both? Will, will they do it so that every couple of years they do a single-player game and then they do a Battlefront game? Every couple of years, I don't know. So, I know they are still updating Battlefront 2 as well with, like, some DLC and stuff. I know that they added uh, Anakin at some point. Uh, and Grievous or something. They, they added a bunch of characters at, at some point. I think that was last year at E3, if I'm not mistaken. I uh, don't know if and when those characters have been added, but they said that they were going to add some new ones, so we'll see how that goes. But, uh, yeah, what do you want from the future of Star Wars? I, personally, would just want more games like this. I, uh, I mean, Battlefront can be good. Obviously, we had the old Battlefront games, but in terms of what I want for Star Wars, I just want more of this. And... In terms of my interest in the Battlefront series, it's really very minimal after this game. If you were to ask me, like, okay, what do you want? I would prefer, obviously I have no say in the actual choice, but I would prefer them just ignore Battlefront for a good few years and just focus on doing more of these games. Uh, obviously that means they can't earn the extra pennies if you don't put uh, 
in-game purchases in them, but um, that's what I personally want. I don't really have any interest at all in another Battlefront game, and I think that they should really stick to this for a while. So what do you think? What do you think is the future of Star Wars games, and what do you want from the future of Star Wars games? Because, of course, they could be different. Uh, Matthew and Entertainment, talk.org, Twitter, etalk UK. There's a contact page and information in your show notes. Yeah, really like this game. Really hope they do something similar, if not a sequel of some kind in the future it's going to be obviously a couple of years and very likely a next gen game at this point uh given that we're a year away from these consoles actually probably 11 months at this point because we're actually in december now aren't we so we'll see what they've got for us for the future um i'm going to give this game a 9.2 maybe i think 9.5 is a little bit hard there is a little bit high sorry rather uh there are some issues in this game that could have been maybe addressed in a certain way but uh in terms of just my pure enjoyment of the game i'm going to give it a 9.2 so it's certainly a, a game of the year contender for me. So we'll see where we end up at the end of the year. Uh, there's no more of a like big major releases. So uh, we're, we're getting down to uh, finishing that list. So all right, if you want to find all the rest of the content that we've done, it's on entertainmenttalk.org. If you want to support the podcast, support Entertainment Talk around Patreon. Check out the $1 and $3 level tiers. Um, if you want to, of course, use RM as an affiliate link. That's where you can shop with us. We'll get a small cut of what you spend. It won't cost you extra iTunes feeds, please rate, review, and subscribe to those as well. There is, of course, the, um, what's the other thing? Word of mouth, of course, please tell your friends, family, people that you know about the website and the iTunes feeds. Uh, Star Wars is one of the biggest IP in the world, if not the biggest IP in the world. So I'm sure some people will be talking about, if not this, maybe The Mandalorian or Episode 9 or their disappointment with Last Jedi, whatever it may be. Uh, of course, you can tell your friends, family, and everybody that you know about what we're doing here on Entertainment Talk. Uh, social media, share them on Facebook, retweet them on Twitter, and if you're allowed to, put them in different Facebook groups. And last thing, of course, video games. If you want to watch us play different video games, me and David stream on Twitch, Robert streams on Mixer, and look out for Let's Play Sundays. There will be a Let's Play Sunday episode in the coming weeks for Star Wars. There is two live streams that I did that I'm going to be uploading soon, and there is also the first impressions video, so go and check those out as well if you want to. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.